Today is August the 30th. Just what is God's image in us? Let's find out together as we look at the Old Testament. On Sunday mornings, we've been talking about the image of God in us and how it is that if the image of God is truly in all of us, shouldn't that change the way that we treat each other? Image of God as a phrase occurs very, very little in Scripture and uh, very little in the Old Testament. In fact, this particular word for image that occurs in Genesis chapter 1 only occurs 15 times in the Old Testament and very few of those refers to the image of God. Let's take a look at those times. In Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 and 27, God said, let us make human beings in our image, image of God, to be like us. They'll reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So God's image uh, placed in man just by virtue of what we read here in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, is incredibly important. And yet, it doesn't occur. This phrase doesn't happen again in all of the Old Testament. Now, there are 11 different words that are used for images. Usually, they refer to a likeness or, or an idol. This particular word at the beginning refers to God's image. Genesis chapter 5, verse 3. After Cain killed Abel and Cain was then estranged from Adam and Eve and the rest of his family. Genesis 5, 3. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. And he named him Seth. Seth was in the image of Adam. Now, coming as this does after Cain and Abel, apparently what the author is wanting us to understand is that Seth is perpetuating the idea of reigning uh, he's, he's carrying on the image of God in the sense of reigning over the earth, multiplying and filling the earth. And the rest of chapter 5, Seth's descendants begin to do just that. They begin to fill the earth. Mankind sins. God sends a punishment, a flood. But he rescues Noah and Noah's family from the flood. After the waters subside in chapter 9, 
verses 5 and 6, God gives Noah a covenant. He says, among that covenant, I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. Anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. It's the only other time in the Old Testament that we have, again, that reference to the image of God. The next time that the word image, this particular word, occurs is in Numbers chapter 33. We come to verse 52. Moses says, you must drive out all the people living in the land of Canaan. You must destroy all their carved and molten images and demolish all their pagan shrines. A pagan image, the image of an idol. First Samuel chapter 6 verse 5 says this, after the ark of the Lord had been taken by the Philistines and held by the Philistines, the Lord began to free his ark by bringing plagues on the Philistines. Plagues of rats, plagues of tumors. In 1 Samuel 6, 4 and 5, what sort of a guilt offering should we send? The Philistines asked. They were told, since this plague has struck both you and your five rulers, make five gold tumors and five gold rats, just like those that have ravaged your land. Make these images to show honor to the God of Israel. Perhaps then he'll stop afflicting you, your gods, and your land. Images of the plagues that the Lord had made. And then finally in 2 Kings chapter 11 verse 18 we uh, read this. All the people of the land went over to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They demolished the altars and smashed the idols to pieces. Five more times in the Old Testament this word is used and it refers to idols. So what does all this mean? What does it mean that God's image is placed in man? And this word comes to mean idols, images. You remember uh, the Jews were forbidden to make idols. They were forbidden to make images of God. Now, they weren't forbidden to make images at all. They had other images. There were other images even in the temple. Um, on, on the altar, there were images. On the Ark of the Covenant, there were cherubim above it. In fact, in archaeology, as we discover synagogues from the first century, one thing that we've noticed 
is the great number of paintings, murals, and even mosaic tile on the floor. The zodiac is very prominent in Jewish synagogues, each one represented by the image of an animal or a person. The point was not that you could not make a likeness of someone. The point was that you couldn't make that to worship it. I wonder if maybe the reason that God said make no graven images is because his image was already made. It was already walking around. Man is God's image. We represent God wherever we go. So my question to you today is, are you faithfully representing God? Are you truly His image today? Like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll continue looking at the image of God in the New Testament.